0: Many examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy.
1: Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zaino. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zeno.
2: What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zeno coming to you from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great time to be alive in these United States of America. Money Matters with Mike is a show designed to arm you with information, give you plenty of meat on the bone to chew on each and every week and today we are absolutely bringing the heat in on today's show we're going to show you how to protect your retirement from both inflation and taxes and discuss some strategies for managing these common threats to your savings as always i have the distinct honor and privilege of being joined by the one and only my co-host and producer extraordinaire mr matt mcclure
0: matt how you doing today brother I'm doing great, Mike. You know, I'm. We got a lot to to get to on the show, and and it's it's funny because you say they're um protecting your retirement from inflation and taxes. It used to be like the the guarantees in life were death and taxes. It's now we're almost gonna have to add inflation to that that uh, that mix there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's an unfortunate state of affairs, but uh, it, it, it's around for at least the foreseeable future for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely. And we'll we're going to take a look at that uh, as the show goes on. And of course, I'll I'll have a little bit of a preview of that discussion coming up here momentarily. But we want to give a shout out to our listeners there in the uh, greater Charlotte metro area, Uh, not only there in in Fort Mill where you are, but in all the surrounding areas right along the along the North and South Carolina border And uh, ports near and far, Uh, we appreciate you listening to us uh, because, you know, hey, you can listen to us anywhere on the podcast. So it doesn't matter if you're, you know, right there in uh, the area or if you are in Alaska or Hawaii or Australia, you could be listening to us. So take us wherever you want with the podcast version of the show. You can get that at MoneyMattersWithMike.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, check us out on YouTube. We have uh, the highlights from the show that we post there each and every week um, and uh, some great new stuff uh, all the time. We also have the Facebook page and a lot of interaction. that That's the thing I know, uh, Mike, that that I love, you love it as well, interacting with the listeners, because um, that is really what it's all about. It, it's, it's about education and really helping people understand stuff. And that like one-on-one interaction is where that really, really can happen.
2: Right. And whether it's, you know, on a phone call or whether it's on social media, a lot of times people will post questions or they'll, you know, they'll have a comment and I'll be able to engage and go back and forth. And sometimes we get a third, fourth and fifth party chiming in and it just gives an opportunity for other folks to learn as well. And, and, and my challenge to anybody listening is that if you have been listening to the show because you're interested in improving your financial situation and overall retirement, then let us help you with some one-on-one attention. Simply give us a call, 704-560-1573. Visit the website, moneymatterswithmike.com. Search us out on Facebook at Money Matters with Mike or on YouTube, right? We would be happy to meet with you personally and provide customized guidance and solutions based on your
0: specific financial needs. That is what it is all about to, uh, you know, have a plan. that has got to be customized for you. And uh, because no no two retirements are exactly alike. So, you know, those sort of minute details uh, in there are are things that can trip you up. So leave it to the experts to help you out with that planning. And Mike Zeno definitely falls into that category. Uh, You can also get in touch and get a free report on tax-free investments for a better retirement. Uh, it's a report that's going to help you make legal, strategic investments so you can build tax-free wealth. And that report is yours today, absolutely free of any charge. Uh, just go to MoneyMattersWithMike.com or call 704-560-1573. So as promised, preview of today's show, You know we uh, are going to talk about inflation and why those high interest rates are going to stick around in our inflation demonstration coming up. Also, some questions from our listeners. You know, we did this last time around, and it went well, so uh, we're going to bring it back. I got some more questions that have been sent in to us, and so we appreciate that, uh, and we'll tell you how you can send those questions in as well uh, during uh, the show coming up here in just a bit. We've got the 4th of July travel forecast to go through. Yeah, I can't believe it's almost 4th of July time once again. That means the year is just about halfway over, and I am old (laughs) because it's flying by. Um, So, yeah, we'll talk about that. Also, want to retire, retire earlier? Well, if you do, uh, we've got some things for you to avoid buying, uh, according to the experts uh, to make that happen. Also, this week in history to round out the show. First, though, Mike, let's get things started off with our quote of the week. Let's do it. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week and our words of wisdom this time around come from Sam Ewing, no relation to J.R. Ewing, um and he did not shoot him either. Uh this is Sam Ewing, a retired baseball player, said this one time, "Quote, inflation is when you pay $15 for the $10 haircut you used to get for $5 when you had hair."
2: <laughs> Man, I tell you, you can tell Sam was uh retired and and, and a little on the older side, because I don't know who's paying $15 for a haircut in today's day and age. But, you know, his his quote is definitely a humorous way of describing the concept of inflation. Um, Inflation just refers to the general increases in prices of both goods and services over time, which is obviously going to reduce the purchasing power of money.
1: Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on a bone.
2: And the quote uses a relatable scenario of getting a haircut to illustrate those effects. And, you know, obviously, if a person had hair way back when and they went to either a barber shop or a hair salon and paid only five dollars. Well, as time passed and inflation occurred, the price of that same haircut just kept going up and up and up and eventually the person doesn't even have hair anymore they end up paying $15 you know in his quote uh for the same you know $10 or $5 haircut that they used to get when they had hair so it just highlights how inflation erodes the value of money and those increasing prices mean that people need to spend more money just to maintain the same standard of living or purchase the same goods and services that you they used to get for much, much, much less. And so that's just a lighthearted way of capturing the frustration uh, or absurdity, okay, of the rising costs associated with inflation.
0: Yeah, it absolutely is. And, And especially, you know, if you're in a scenario like that, using the haircut sort of analogy, if you're in a situation where you are losing your hair and the prices are going up, you're def- you're, right. you're paying more overall but you're paying a lot more per hair to be cut as well <laughs> <laughs> in, invest in a set of clippers or a shaver <laughs> yeah. or, you know or, what or Nair. i don't even know if they make nair anymore but. that's i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah just just go completely bald and you're and you'll be fine i told i told my wife you know
2: um both of my grandparents had a pretty thick head of hair but if i ever start seeing myself like just balding like actually spot this am I'm shaving I'm just gone you know I, and and thankfully I have a head you know from my days in the military I know this that can support you know a shaved head and I will do that but you know I I'm just wondering how the women out there are are paying attention to you know what is going on with the cost of getting your hair done because you know I have a wife I have two daughters and when they go and get their hair done holy cow it's like a mortgage payment if they all do it the same day uh, because, the, you know, they're getting their highlights, they're getting their lowlights, they're getting this treatment and that treatment, and then they're getting the shit shaped and, you know, uh, volumized and, and, and yeah, who knows? My, like, I'm in and out in, you know, 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and yeah. each one of them is a three to
0: six hour ordeal. Right. It, the, yeah. Not so much the 15 minute thing for them. Uh, that was I- hundreds of dollars to get all of that done. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, i that's the thing is I remember, um, you know, sitting in uh, even a barbershop or a salon or whatever and looking at the price list on the wall and seeing the men's haircut prices and then looking over and seeing the women's haircut prices. And I'm just like, OK, I want to faint now because I, I just, you know, for women, this is I'm, I'm glad I'm a guy, especially when I look at that price list.
2: <laughs> you know, it, it's insane. And I actually do remember a five dollar haircut at a old school barber shop where they came in with the clean you know straight razor and and edged you up and shaved the underside of your you know your your chin and the backside of your ears and and with an actual straight razor and mm-hmm. uh and then promptly put you know alcohol on it to, to cool it off
0: <laughs> <laughs> and once you were done screaming you will you looked great and then they uh, would
2: take a little duster and i think they use this this powder called i think it was pinod, like pinod i don't know how you say that p-i-n-a-u-d no you know if it's
0: fresh but uh you know down here in the south we'd say pinod. yeah that's right that's right <laughs> of course you know here in georgia we also have a town uh called i'm sure you're familiar with mike uh spelled like you would think it would be martinez but it's martinez Martin. georgia and uh yeah that you know so we say all kinds of things in the south that's uh, cool. Well, um, one thing here, you know, we were talking about uh, the the quote of the week, of course, had to do with inflation. And we'll talk more about inflation as we go along. But also, you know, something else that is going up uh, in the future anyway, uh, taxes. Uh, You know, we've got uh, death and taxes is those uh, two guarantees in life. Inflation also in the mix now, it seems like. But we want to spend, I think, the biggest chunk of the show today, Mike, talking to the listeners and kind of explaining about ways to mitigate the impact of those two things, taxes and inflation on retirement. So let's tackle the taxes part first here mm-hmm. and and talk about the the two types and really the only two types of tax-free investments. Yeah. So, I mean, if you are
2: one that agrees with us and you think taxes are going up in the future, and I've never had anybody tell me when I asked them that question that they actually think taxes are going down in the future. So if you agree with us, there are actually only two types of tax-free investments that are available to the average everyday person. The first one is either a Roth IRA, or if you're able to contribute to your Roth employer sponsored plan, if your plan offers a Roth version. Um, and, and the second one is, believe it or not, life insurance. And I'm going to talk about each one of those individually because I want to show you the power that these have to work in your favor over time. And the key there is time because there is this, uh, this little thing called compound interest that a pretty smart guy named Albert Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world and said that those who understand it will earn it and those who don't will pay it. Well, when you take compound interest and you add the element of time and you give the interest time enough to compound, miraculous things work for you. So when you put your money into a Roth vehicle, whether that's a Roth IRA, something that you're doing outside of your employer-sponsored plan or whether you contribute to your Roth 401k or your Roth 403b or your Roth thrift savings plan if you're a federal employee that happens to be listening to the show today. When you do that, what you are actually doing is paying the tax up front on the seed. And so that money goes into the account after tax and anything that it generates over the entirety of its time spent in the account compounding is growing also tax-free. And then when you go to pull that money out, all right, when you're actually ready to take distributions and utilize the money, because you paid the tax on the seed way back when, when you sowed it into that type of an account, you don't have to pay the tax on the harvest when you go to reap what you have so and so, you know, if you look at somebody who has a 20 to 40 year career of being able to contribute and then allow that to grow on a tax free basis, um, you're talking about significant earnings in retirement from an income perspective. And a lot of folks don't know that even if they have the traditional uh, IRAs or the traditional employer-sponsored plans such as the 401k, the 403b, the TSP, the the uh, 457s, any of those types of plans, you can actually convert your existing tax-deferred retirement savings accounts into um, a Roth IRA simply by doing what is called a Roth conversion. And those, Matt, can be extremely powerful for folks especially having you know been done to at least 2 years prior to when it comes time to filing for Medicare.
0: Yeah, and and there's that uh you know look back uh provision there in Medicare where you know they're going to take those those couple of years and use those use those to determine uh, your premiums for Medicare when you first start taking that uh, in in those uh, first years of eligibility.
2: Absolutely. And so, so what happens with the conversion process is you look at how much room you might have, you know, in your current tax bracket, like maybe you have $3,000 before you have to pay a higher tax. If your income is, is elevated past that certain threshold, or maybe it's 10,000 or 20,000. Well, in those instances, you you could take 3,000 or 10 or 20,000 dollars and just push it to where it's just under the threshold that will push you into the next taxable bracket and convert those dollars at the same tax rate that you're paying for the rest of your money. So you're not paying any additional uh, tax percentage. You just have to pay the regular tax on it, right? And then, then stick that into the Roth IRA and let it continue to grow tax-free. So that's that's the whole idea behind the Roth conversion. And we are getting our phones absolutely blown up recently with, you know, just the common state of affairs in the United States with inflation the way it is. And the markets kind of the markets have actually not been bad, you know, so far this year. But everybody is just waiting for that proverbial shoe to drop, the hammer to fall, you know, whatever kind of colloquialism you want to use. They're just waiting for the bubble to burst.
0: Yeah, there you go. I mean, they are are scared of certainly another uh 2022 um but definitely another you know 2008 for example uh that type of year um so the Roth conversion yeah definitely a, a powerful thing to be able to to do and uh to work with you on that because you know I I I know if I were doing it myself uh you know I'd, I'd probably mess it up uh so uh the, you know to having an expert on my side to do it is always a good thing um and then also you know life insurance that is we've said it before, but it's not your grandfather's life insurance anymore. And and you could actually have, you know, living benefits that go along with it.
2: Yeah. So so life insurance of old. OK, if you have a when I say of old, I'm talking about even a 10 year old policy. If you're if your life insurance is older than 10 years uh, uh, of age, you should probably have a second set of eyes and make sure that it is not the old school type of life insurance that we often refer to as your granddad's or your great-granddad's you know, life insurance, which in effect, folks, is just death benefit, right? You, you have to die in order to take it, somebody else to take advantage of the money that you leave behind. Well, that is not today's life insurance. Today's life insurance actually is life insurance that you don't have to die in order to use. You know, they, they come with living benefits. You just alluded to those. Um, so, you know, as far as if you're ever diagnosed with a chronic, a critical, a terminal illness, you have a heart attack, you have a stroke, um, you get diagnosed with cancer and there's a whole lot of, uh, care that needs to happen. You can actually accelerate a portion of the death benefit while you're still alive to help offset those costs. So that's, that's a really, really great use for life insurance while you're alive. Right. But the genius part of, of you know, a product in particular I want to highlight is called an indexed universal life insurance policy, is that you can set these up to be able to take a guaranteed lifetime income stream that is offset by the death benefit. You take them through loans, okay, loans you never plan to repay, (laughs) so that When you die, you'll just settle up at that point in time. But your balance is still growing on a separate ledger in most cases with these companies, which enables you to have tax-free income, still get living benefits, and be able to, when you pass away, pass on a death benefit to your heirs. So it is a great tool to build your retirement savings and help generate additional tax-free income during your golden years. Now, I said time. Was a big variable. You need at least you know fifteen years or so before you want to uh, turn on an income stream in order for it to deliver what you're really looking for it to do. Now, um, if that's you, pick up a phone and give us a call. You know, if you are tired of worrying about your future, if you are ready to chart that course toward a more tax efficient retirement, simply pick up the phone and give us a call. We help pre-retirees and current retirees with setting these types of of vehicles up all the time. So call today, visit our website today to help yourself learn more, get educated, and schedule a no-obligation consultation. And we are going to compare your current plan to what your retirement could look like if you work with us. And our goal is to create the best plan possible because you're only going to work with us if we can do better for
1: you. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration.
0: Another thing, that, of course, you want to protect yourself from, Mike, not only is you know, the taxes and and the potential or definite, pretty much, <laughs> increase <laughs> in taxes going forward, but also inflation. I mean, you know, we, we've got... Um, inflation that has been stubbornly high, it has come down from its peak, uh, but still sticking around at a pretty darn high rate, higher than we've been used to in many, many years on an annual basis. So we're looking at this article in The Wall Street Journal that that was published recently about, um, you know, why interest rates, those high interest rates that we've been seeing could be here to stay. And, um, you know, it's not encouraging news for folks who are sick and tired of the, those high interest rates and, and high inflation.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it, it's not encouraging news. And, and it's not just here in the United States either. OK, across affluent countries. I'm not talking about third world countries. I'm talking affluent countries as well as the world's banking powers. Central bankers are sharply lifting inflation forecasts and they're penciling in further interest rate increases and warning investors just what you said, Matt, that that interest rates are going to stay high for some time. And in fact, the Federal Reserve just last week held interest rates steady, but they signaled two more increases this year, which is going to lift the U. rates in the United States to a 22 year high and in price inflation in core services, excluding housing which is a closely watched gauge of underlying price pressures, remains, and this is a quote, remains elevated and has not shown signs of easing. And that's what the Fed wrote in its semi-annual monetary policy report last week. So, yeah, it is definitely here to stay for at least the foreseeable future. When you consider some of the things
0: that are going around all across the
2: globe, um, it's no surprise.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, you know, underlying inflation in the U.S. and Europe, according to this Wall Street Journal article, remaining around five percent or higher uh, with stable wage growth. Um, Central banks revising their inflation forecasts upward, signaling further interest rate increases, as you say. Uh, The impact of previous interest rate increases seems to be waning, they say, with with signs of housing market stabilization and unemployment decline. Um, Central banks are really facing the challenge of deciding whether inflation is temporarily high or if it requires more drastic measures to address. Uh, Lawmakers in the UK, by the way, you you talked about this happening around the globe. Well, they're calling for an independent review of inflation forecasts after the central bank's initial underestimation there. And, um, you know, economies still recovering from the pandemic. Also, a delayed reopening in China could provide a boost with uh, stimulus measures. Uh, There as well. So it's like there are a lot of variables here, but it's all I know is a my crystal ball is still broken. Right. And B, you got a plan in no matter for for no matter what is going to is going to come. It's like that old saying, you know, expect the best, prepare for the worst, capitalize on what comes. That is really what it's about when it comes to planning your financial future
2: yeah and in, in the military we used to say you know pray for peace but prepare for war and it, it, it's one of those things where i'm not saying we're going to go into a war against inflation but you need to be prepared to do that and make sure that your retirement plan is prefer- prepared to withstand any battle that it might face okay and so with uh, record high inflation they're talking about a 22-year high That's 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 huge. Okay. That is huge. And and the last thing any of us wants to see are mortgage rates in the in the fifteen to eighteen percent like they were back in the eighties. Okay, we don't want to see that. And so we, we need to make sure that that we are doing everything in our power possible for our own personal economy okay that your personal economy is what you have control over you don't have control over what the fed is going to do you don't have control over what the banks and, and and the monetary systems and all of that stuff and the effect that it has on you and your money but what you do have control over is
0: your own personal economy and the way that you spend your money absolutely and so you know control those things that you can control and plan for the things that you can't, you know, it's like plan just in case, no matter what happens, you'll be prepared. And if you want to plan like that, if that sounds like something that that's good, uh, good for you, uh, and I hope it does go to moneymatterswithmike.com. That's moneymatterswithmike.com or give Mike Zeno a call 704-560-1573. Well, you know, Mike, we, we took some listener questions last time around here on the show and we had a lot of fun with it. It went very well. Uh, the listeners seem to really appreciate it. And so we thank you to uh, all of our listeners out there who, who called in or wrote into the show. We, we did have a, a really positive response to that last week. So we're going to go back in. We're going to dig back into the mailbag again, uh, this show as well. So you can actually go to that website, moneymatterswithmike.com to uh, reach out and send your question in as well. And don't forget that all of the listeners to the show are eligible for a free financial consultation just for being a listener. So you can go there at moneymatterswithmike.com for that as well. But also, all right, here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna get to these questions now and I'm gonna stop rambling on with uh, Larry in Pineville who says, I'm curious about how much money I should ha- should save rather before I retire any tips or guidance would be appreciated. Larry, thank you for that question. Mike, what do you say to Larry?
2: Yeah, Larry, again, thanks for that question. That that is that is a very popular question, you know, how much money do I need to have saved? Okay? Well, first of all, Larry and anybody who may be asking that same question, remember, please remember, retirement is not about the size of your nest egg, right? It's not about attaining one big magical number. In fact, It is about income and how much income you have coming in as well as how much, you know, in expenses you have going out every single month. And if you have more months than money, you're going to have an income gap. That is bad. You want to make sure that you have more income than expenses so that you have a surplus and be able to live that life that you had always envisioned. Now, Secondly, you need to determine what that life uh, you envisioned actually is. You know, what are your retirement goals? What is your lifestyle expectation? So that we have a baseline to estimate what your income is going to, you know, have to be in order for you to accomplish each and every single one of those goals. And then, you know, next I I would tell you, Larry and anybody listening, you definitely want to consult with a financial professional to help you assess your current rate of savings and then identify any future gaps based on if you just keep doing what you've always done. Okay. And then finally contributing to any of your retirement accounts um, and, and, and doing it often. Okay. And increasing those, uh, the, those contributions as you get pay raises, take advantage of employer matching programs If they are available. So for an example, if they will match you up to five or six percent of whatever you're willing to put in and you're only putting in three percent, you're telling me that you don't like free money. okay? because you want to be able to maximize their match and their contribution. And by doing and maximizing those savings now, you're going to shorten the length of time, Larry, that you're actually going to have to work. And I mean, after all, if you can retire sooner than later with a plan, as opposed to just flying by the seat of your pants, that makes a lot more sense to me. I hope it does to you.
0: Yeah, it makes sense to me. I mean, you know, and, and uh, that, you know, getting that employer match uh, is a hundred percent the thing to do because free money is the best kind. And uh, there you go. There's, there's some available for you. All right. So thank you, Larry, again, for that question. Now we go to Sharon in Lancaster who writes in to say this. I want to explore different retirement savings options. Can you provide insights on the best ones available for baby boomers today? So, so what's the answer there for Sharon?
2: Well, Sharon, another really, really good question. And you have some options. That's the good thing, right? So the first thing I would tell you to do is, is con- you know consider whether traditional IRAs or Roth IRAs are the way to go for you if you're looking for tax advantages and you're looking for some flexibility. You may also want to invest in an indexed universal life insurance policy like I just highlighted a little earlier in the show. Um, That way you're able to, in effect, become your own bank and generate tax-free retirement income. You may also, Sharon, want to explore annuities as a way to secure a guaranteed income stream or multiple income streams. If you do a, a strategy called either laddering or staggering annuities, um, those can provide streams of income in successive years or at different points in time during your income um, you know, generation or your income need a uh, portion of your retirement and let's face you know how much income do we really need well as much as we can possibly generate right that's always my you know answer to everything because while money doesn't buy happiness what it does is buy you options and those options also and often bring happiness okay and so a lot of folks Sharon, they contribute to workplace retirement plans like the 401ks or the 403bs or the thrift savings plan especially if your employer matches uh, contributions. But if you're not taking full advantage, if you're not maximizing your contributions, what does that mean? Well, in 2023, you can contribute, if you are 49 and younger, $22,500 on an annual basis. If you're 50 or older, you can contribute $30,000 a year Um, If you're obviously able to and your salary warrants that kind of contribution. But if you are able to do that and you do that for 10 years, that's three hundred thousand dollars. All right, Sharon, before the match and before any potential growth. So a financial professional can definitely help look at your overall situation. If you have multiple old 401ks, if you have old IRAs. We might actually be able to combine them and help you simplify your life by rolling over those funds into one single IRA that allows both for lower fees as well as uh, a little bit more flexible investment options. So yeah, great, like- great question. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Sharon. Thank you. And yeah, de- definitely, Mike. That uh, flexibility and those having those options—that's um, really uh, what is going to uh, be, you know, a lot of the. The, the gravy on top or the cherry on top of your your retirement uh, when you're able to, to do that and take, take control of the, the, the thing, you know, yes. and because people like being in control. Um, so one more question here from a listener. This is Steve in Gastonia, who says, quote, I am a bit confused about Social Security. Well, Steve, you're not alone. Um, can you explain how it works and when I can start receiving my benefits?
2: Uh, Steve. Yes, I can. And and you want to know why you're confused about Social Security? Uh, I'm going to tell you, Steve. Social Security. Guess what? It's confusing. Okay, there are so many different rules and and variables that play into Social Security and eligibility and understanding your eligibility and how your benefits are calculated based on your earnings history is a huge component of determining when you should turn on social security the first thing that i am going to suggest that you do is go to the social security administration's website and that is for all of our listeners ssa the the uh, first letters of social and, and then security and then administration so ssa not.com gov, because it is a governmental agency so create an account at ssa.gov to view your top earning years as well as your potential benefits. And if you see anything that doesn't look right while you still have time to get those corrected, then you're going to have to take action and make sure that those earnings that you, you are being reported are in fact, how much you earn. Cause I've seen people that come in and they they're showing zeros. In fact, for years that they actually had a tax return and, I'm, and, and I asked them, do you have copies? And they're like, absolutely. So all they had to do is carry it down to the social security office. Right? So the earliest age to start receiving benefits for retirement unless you are disabled is 62 years of age. But waiting until your full retirement age, which is typically either 66, 66 and 2, 4, 6, 8 or 10 months or age 67, that can drastically result in higher monthly benefits. And if you can afford to and you have longevity on your side, and you have health on your side, if you can afford to wait until age 70, that is going to further increase your monthly payout um, to its maximum amount. So consider your financial situation, your longevity, and your current health before making a decision in order to help you reach your goals. So yeah, Steve, that is a phenomenal question and it is no wonder that you are confused because like I said, it's confusing. So just do yourself a favor, do your own research, go to ssa.gov and create your own account and let's start the ball
0: rolling right then and there. Absolutely perfect thing for you to do. And another good thing for you to do is schedule a complimentary financial and retirement consultation. And receive a a Social Security maximization report today, uh, and that is free of charge as part of our uh, full retirement plan consultation offer uh, for our listeners here. And Mike, uh, tell tell everybody who's listening uh, today, whether it's on the radio or via the podcast, what that consultation process is like.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, the first phone call we're going to have is just going to be a, you know, 15, 20 minute discovery call. I'll ask you a little bit about you and what you're, you know, where your current situation is and some of your goals and objectives. I'll tell you a little bit about me and we'll kind of just figure out if we need to go and dive a little bit deeper. And, you know, I'm going to say that most of the time we're going to take that deep dive and we're going to provide a comprehensive consultation at no cost and at no obligation. You're only going to end up working with us if it is best for you. So we're going to dive in and we're going to see if if we can cut some unnecessary costs, whether those are in fees that you are paying, whether those are in um, your IRAs or your 401ks or any other types of retirement savings accounts. Okay. Uh, as Matt just mentioned, we can help you with a social security maximization plan, uh, as well as do some Medicare planning if you're of Medicare age because guess what just like social security Medicare is is you know maddeningly confusing as well and again we'll compare your current situation to just what would be possible if you work with us and you have to remember guys and girls it is your money and if it's important to you and if it matters to you guess what it's important to me and it matters to me so make sure you contact us um, at 704-560-1573 or you visit the website at moneymatterswithmike.com to schedule your complimentary consultation today so that we can tailor a plan for your specific situation and
0: needs. And that word complimentary is 100% true because it is free of any cost, free of any obligation uh, to you when you reach out to Mike Zano and give him a call. Once again, the number 704 560 1573 and the website moneymatterswithmike.com. Well, um as we continue on here with the show Mike, we, you know, we've uh, got a lot of people I think these days who are looking to and I, and I say that from say this from personal experience because my sister just actually retired early. She was able to do that. And so um well, a lot of people might might be in those same shoes wanting to retire early. And so we've got some things here from an article that we uh, saw here recently in Yahoo Finance about Mm -hmm. what at least some of the experts are saying are some things that you should avoid buying if you want to retire early. Now, whatever your reason for wanting to do that, Uh, You know, whether you want to go to the beach, whether you want to go to the mountains all the time, whether you just uh, want to sit around the house and read the newspaper, you know, if you can if you can find a a physical newspaper these days uh, or if you want to start a new business, anything like that, no matter what your reasoning is, you can make it a reality. But the experts in this article anyway, say these are the things that you should avoid buying in order to reach that earlier retirement goal. And the very first one here, Mike, is luxury vehicles and we're not talking about only the kind with four wheels we're also talking about the kind that goes in the water uh the the boats and the big rvs as well with uh maybe more than four wheels and we've uh, we got all these things uh, to avoid here
2: yeah so so luxury vehicles heck vehicles in general doesn't even have to be a luxury vehicle those are already what is known as a depreciating asset which means that as soon as you drive off the lot folks or you, you have that sucker uh, placed down in the water if it's a boat, uh, you are, you've just lost value, okay? And most people are not utilizing their vehicles, whether it's their car their truck or their SUV or their boat, to generate income. So it's not an income-producing asset. It, in fact, is a depreciating asset that is going to lose 20 to 30% of its value as soon as you drive off the lot during that first year of ownership. And so those luxury vehicles, especially come with luxury price tags. Okay. Those are big price tags and they also come with more expensive ongoing costs like insurance. Okay. Cause on new vehicles, uh, you're going to want to have full coverage on all of those. So comprehensive and collision, uh, as well as all the bells and whistles, right? What about maintenance? Okay. I've looked at, I've seen some, some maintenance for oil changes that are over $2,000 just for an oil change. God forbid you need anything repaired on these luxury vehicles. Okay. If you have to pay storage fees, whether it's a dock for a boat or, you know, storage or parking for an RV, all of these things add up over time. And what it's really doing is robbing your future self of, of actually being able to afford the luxury of, um, this, you know, free decision-making in, in retirement. Because if you're buying those luxury vehicles, when you're in your, you know, your twenties, your thirties, your forties and your fifties pre-retirement, that is money that could be going to your future self. So, you know, bottom line is it's better to drive a Honda to the Hills (laughs) than it is to drive that Lambo to the office.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, that's, goes back to, to something that we've talked about previously on the show is, you know, you don't want to be working in retirement if you don't have to. Work in retirement if you want to, like if you if you love what you do or if you want to start a new career or whatever, great, do that. But don't be in a situation where you are, are you know, house poor or car poor or whatever kind of poor that you have to work. Yeah. And when you say car poor, I mean,
2: I, I've sat down with folks who are in their 30s and their 40s. And these people have a twelve to fifteen hundred dollar a month car payment, and 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 when I point them out, they're like, "Oh yeah, that's just how expensive cars are." And I'm like, "Baloney! I can promise you, I can find a car cheaper than that that gets me from point A to point B." And this, guess what? All those ancillary costs, okay, the insurance and everything, you're you're well over two thousand dollars a month just to drive from point A to point B. And, and so I'm going to lay down my BS trump
0: card on that and say, we could probably do better. Yeah, I would say definitely if you're looking at twelve to $1,500 a month, you can do quite a bit better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, even just doing, you know, if you want, a, let's say a luxury car or, or something that's that's uh, got all the bells and whistles. Heck, you know, find one that's a couple of years old. Like don't buy it brand new off the lot because in that way, the the original owner has already handled a lot of that depreciation for you. And then, you know, you're you're getting something that might be a little more along the lines of what you sort of want, but don't necessarily need, but you are getting it for a lot less than maybe you would have otherwise. And you don't have to deal with the depreciation yourself um, in in the end. So at least that is is a possibility anyway, but just stay away from them if you can. Um, Holiday homes and timeshares. So, you know, those vacation homes uh, that may be uh, at the beach or up in the mountains, maybe you own a cabin or something like that. Uh, This article says anyway don't and especially don't own a timeshare
2: yeah so so i don't know that many people who actually love their timeshare i know a few okay because they utilize it all the time right and it's one thing if you utilize it all the time but the fact of the matter is, is that most people have these timeshares or these you know second or third homes and, and they're not utilizing it all the time and unless your vacation home is actually being used to produce enough income to offset its costs, it's likely sitting empty and unused most of the year. So timeshares especially offer limited flexibility in terms of travel plans. You might get the same week every single year, and if it just doesn't work into your work schedule to go that particular year or something comes up to where you can't go, you're going to be very, very limited into what your options are. Uh, you know, if you want to access the property outside of your specific weeks or seasons. And instead, you might con- consider contributing some extra money toward paying off your mortgage, your primary mortgage. That way, when it is time to retire, you can actually sell the family home and relocate, whether that is to the beach, to the lake or to the mountains. Guess what? The kids, the grandkids, they're all going to be eager to visit you when you're in a little bit more exotic location than, you know, just living
0: down the street in the same town they live in. Right. I mean, you know, (laughs) good luck getting rid of them at that point. Uh, they'll, They'll be there all the time. But uh, that, that's great. If there's one thing I know about grandparents, it's that they generally don't mind the grandkids and the uh, and the kids and all that coming to visit. They pretty much love it uh, all the time. Um, so number three on this list of the five things to avoid buying if you want to retire early, uh, the latest and greatest technology. Uh, I have been guilty of that in the past. And I say in the past because now I think my, my uh, cell phone is probably... If, were years old, something like that at this point. So mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a while. Um, I may be due for an upgrade fairly soon, but I'm just enjoying having my phone paid off and not having to pay on it every month. And that, yes. that's one of those expenses that I don't have to worry about. <laughs>
2: yeah. So this is another area when we really take a deep dive into people's finances and, and we start analyzing what they have, uh, and what they're paying for. On their phone bills, you know, it's really easy to get caught up in those new features of the latest smartphone. You know, the ones that can really, you know, zoom into the moon. Literally, I have one that's called. It's got a moon zoom on it. I'm like, okay, um, how many people are actually using that and and zooming into the moon? I don't know what that answer is, but apparently, they thought. You know, the marketing geniuses thought that that was a uh, a selling point. Whether so, whether it's your smartphone, whether it's a laptop, whether it's a television. You know, I've often found that waiting just one or two extra years from when they come out can save you not just some, but a ton of cash. And so you should consider buying a model from the previous year or hold off on those upgrades until devices go on sale. Matt, I'm in the same boat. I I think I have a Samsung Galaxy um, S20, and I think they're on the 23 now. And so, you know, it used to be that, as soon as the new one came out, I was like, "Oh, I got to have that one." But then I'm like, "Well, that phone's $1200. Do I really need to spend $1200?" "Oh, that's okay. We can we can add it to your payment plan." Well, guess what they're doing? They're securing an additional monthly recurring charge that comes into their bank account and leaves your wallet instead of staying into your uh staying into, you know, your wallet and your bank account. So Black Friday, Cyber Monday; those are great days to to find deals um, on on gadgets or on technology. Believe it or not, TVs the bet you know, best time is around Super Bowl, um, where where a lot of those are going on sale as well. So, I mean, if you can just hold off on stuff like that and and not just have to have the latest and greatest as soon as it comes out,
0: then I think you are going to end up saving a lot more money in the long run. Right, put that money to better use for you. Uh, rather than just going either to that monthly payment like you were talking about or shelling out what for some people is, uh, you know, you said it's a $1,200 phone. Oh, those people you're talking about earlier. Oh, that's just a car payment. No, no worries. But um, that is, you know, a good chunk of change that could be working for you instead of just going out of your pocket, flying out the window, right? Another uh, thing that uh, these experts at this uh, Yahoo, in this Yahoo Finance article, say that you should avoid buying if you want to retire early, Excessive daily conveniences. Uh there are luxuries in life that we just can't can't say no to.
2: Can't say no to, right? It's it, it. This one, this one. You know, I've heard it referred to as the latte effect. And and all right, folks, if you are stopping every day and getting a coffee at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or the cafe around the corner. I mean, just stopping that could save you about, you know, $2,000 a year on the average couple. Uh, Why? Well, specialty drinks cost around $5 or more, and it's really easy to become tempted and purchase the bagel or purchase the donut or purchase that pastry that's just looming at you, staring at you with this longing, you know, eyes, even though those things don't have eyes, but you get your eyes locked on them, and you're like, "Oh, I gotta have that, right?" So that that's what we mean by daily conveniences. If you are too lazy to buy a loaf of bread and buy some cold cuts or some peanut butter and jelly and, and make a sandwich at home and take it to you know take it to the job site, and you are somebody that is consistently spending. Let's face it, you can't go out to eat lunch at any fast food place now for you know ten bucks. About it's going to get at least ten dollars, right? If, if you're getting a drink, especially. Well, if you do that five days a week, well, that's 50 bucks a week right there. You start multiplying that times 50 weeks in a year. And what do you got? You got another $2,500 there. So these are the excessive daily conveniences that we're talking about. So quit being lazy, make your coffee at home and make your sandwiches at home.
0: Yeah, that can save you a ton, uh, as you say, thousands really uh, over the course of a year. And so even more as that effect, you know, happens year after year after year you're saving a good chunk of money and if you put that to work for you then future you will thank you very much right right. i
2: mean i in the example i gave you was 4500 let's just say we cut it down to 4000 you do that every single year for 20 years what is that Eighty thousand dollars. Before any growth potential that that money has and the time value of money and allowing it to compound, I mean, you could have several hundred thousand dollars if you just cut that out and
0: start investing it instead. Right. I mean, it just really, when you think about it that way, these little things that you think are little uh, each and every day do really add up. And over time, that can be a big, big effect. Um, And one more thing here on this list of, of things to not buy if you want to retire early. High-fee financial products and investments. That's a biggie. Mm.
2: Yes. So many mutual funds come with excessive fees, and those are known as the 12B1 fees, okay? Variable annuities typically have very, very high fees inside of them speculative investments they're going to tout potential gains but guess what if they're speculative that means they also carry a high amount of risk and if you guessed wrong then you're going to be out a lot of money and there are safer structured ways to take and make smart risks and grow your wealth in an efficient manner and all you have to do is get in
0: touch with us to learn about your options. Right. Go to moneymatterswithmike.com to do that. That's moneymatterswithmike.com or call 704-560-1573. Well, Mike, we mentioned it at the top of the show, 4th of July, just around the corner. Hmm. And uh, I can hardly believe it, but it's uh, definitely feeling like it outside as as warm as it's uh, been and as humid as it's been here in the, the southeast. You know, it's the summertime. So let's talk about all the traveling people are going to be doing here.
2: Yeah, people have been have been cooped up for for a long time, right? With the with the three years of the pandemic, and now that it's finally over, people are starting to get out more. So, you know, the Fourth of July forecast is very similar to what it was for the Memorial Day weekend, in in that more than sixty percent of the Americans who were surveyed they actually plan to travel for Independence Day. Uh, whether it's that day, that weekend, that week, right? And, and and we're talking about 60% of America. That's over 155 million people, folks. So if you plan to travel, please hit the road early uh, and or make sure you arrive at the airport with plenty of time. And, and I always say, and it's difficult for me, but wear your patient pants, okay? Because there are bound to be lines. There's bound to be traffic. And we just want to make sure that everybody gets to where they are are trying to get to in the safest manner absolutely possible. And so on the Friday of Memorial Day weekend, speaking of Memorial Day, the Transportation Security Administration, which is better known as the TSA, they screened roughly 2.7 million people at U.S. airports which was the highest checkpoint volume so far in 2023, and the 4th of July is forecast to be even greater.
0: It's This Week in History. So some big things happened this week in our history, Mike. The number one thing that we're going to talk about is uh, one of the one of the biggest sports around. And on June 24th, 1922, a, a little bit of a... Um, morphing went on i guess you could say as the american professional football association adopted the name national football league yeah that's right the nfl was was born on uh this day back in 1922 i would go on to become the most successful sport averaging more than 20 million tv digital and streaming viewers each week millions of people play fantasy football each week as well some do better than others Mm -hmm. and uh the uh new season the 2023-24 season kicks off in just about 11 weeks so i know i will be probably you know kicking myself for it but uh you know uh, cheering on the falcons once again this time around (laughs) ever since that super bowl a few years ago where they were just kicking tail at the half and then came back after and and lost um, I, I you know it's just been it's been a bit of a struggle.
2: Yeah, you're talking about the biggest collapse in Super Bowl history, right? Against the New England Patriots and Tom Brady. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I I feel for you there. You know, I'm I'm a glutton for punishment, so I've been a Dolphins fan ever since 1981. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm just looking for that mediocre year again, right? But you know, fantasy football changed the way that I actually watch football. And so now, what I do is I follow players, and 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 I actually don't necessarily have a favorite team anymore. Instead, I'm rooting for players. Right, it's a little bit different way of of looking at it. Hey, you know what? On this, on uh, the date of June the 25th in 2009, the world lost a great one, and we're talking about you know Michael Jackson. He was a legendary singer, songwriter, dancer, philanthropist. I mean, he's one of the best-selling artists of all time. He sold over 400 million records worldwide and the music video for thriller revolutionized the entire space propelled the album's success to more than 66 million copies um just of that album alone were sold i know i, I actually was fortunate enough to see him in concert twice and he he was a showman for
0: sure and and, and the world lost a great one on Definitely did that uh, uh, thriller um, video too. Just still one of the best of all time. One last thing here, Mike, before we uh, before we run. June twenty sixth, nineteen ninety seven. That was when the first Harry Potter book was published, uh, and uh, it was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Here in the U.S. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone across the pond. They called it, um, and I don't. I've I used to know why that change was made for the U.S., but uh, I don't. Now I have forgotten, so I won't even go there. But more than 120 million copies of that book have been sold in more than 80 different languages. Boy, that was uh, lightning in a bottle for sure. J.K. Rowling knocked it out of the ballpark with that series. <laughs> Definitely so. Well, Mike, that's going to wrap it up here for this week's edition of Money Matters with Mike. But I thank you, sir, as always. And we'll talk to you again next week. Matt, thank you so much for what you bring to the table, for setting me up and and letting
2: me knock out, you know, knock it out of the park for for all of our listeners. Thank you to our listeners. Okay, without you guys, we don't have a show. And I really appreciate the fact that you tune in religiously each and every single week in in the Charlotte area, uh, Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on WRHI. We appreciate the listeners who listen wherever you might listen on podcasts, you know, at your convenience. If you know anybody that can benefit from the information that we're putting out over the airwaves, then please share the show. Reach out to us uh, for some of those uh, free reports that we've mentioned time and time again. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, reach out to us anyway, and we'll get them to you. So whatever you're doing this weekend, I hope you do it to the fullest extent. And as always, make it a great day.
1: Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no obligation consultation, visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information.
0: Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer.
1: Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it could all affect your future in retirement? Then tune in to Money Matters with Mike to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Money Matters with Mike, every Saturday at 9 a.m., right here on FM 100.1 and a.m. 1340. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation now at moneymatterswithmike.com.